comes to you live from the Square Team. Did he freeze? I've been interrupting midnights. <laughs> Are you finished? Welcome to another episode of the Square Table, where we give advice and answer the hard questions about life. It's your boy, D-Mole, a.k.a. Uh, T'Chaka. I think that's, I'm stealing that before anyone else could. Um, I'm joined by your normal host, our residential DJ, DJ Shay. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yo... I just feel like the energy, like you're not matching my energy on this one, bro. I feel like we've been up and down every episode. One of us is good, the other one's not. I don't know what's going on. Someone said that to me, and I was like, oh. Well, no, we will, we will, we will. But, we, all right, all right, all right. No, no, no. Start over, start over, start over, start over. All right, let's do it again, let's do it again, let's do it again. I'm here, I'm here, I swear, I swear. Okay, so I'm re- I'm joined with your resident DJ, <laughs> DJ Shay Shay. Okay, so no, you didn't you didn't match me. You right. didn't match me. It's like we're trying to fuse and you're fucking it up. Right? Alright, well <laughs> oh, Alright, so shit. this week we decided to go back into the, the depths of the people that we've had on the show before, uh, because I forgot about them when we were naming our anniversary episode. Mm. So I thought that we'd go back and we'd bring No, them but in but no 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 no. We up. did, we did. Yeah, no, but y'all remember oh. that didn't which is, yeah. All right. And I called him smooth out on that shit, too. He did, he did, he did. He did. Uh, so we, we got uh, Cuzzo on the episode. Cuzzo, what's going on? Burr, burr, burr. What up, what up, what up, what up? Hey, how you been, Cuzzo? Um, you know, it's been a year, so, you know, a yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? I wish you guys could see Cuzzo, because he kind of looks like Killmonger right now. Good. I should. Is that lit? Fuck Is them colonizers. Lit? Fuck that shit. Fuck them. Yo, I, I called a white person colonizer earlier at work, and they were like, colonizer? I was like, sorry, I just saw Black Panther. All right, so, <laughs> but before we get into that. <laughs> I started barking at these, so. If that... <laughs> yeah. I've been right, doing, the, doing, that, the, um, doing the, the dap up with same, my coworkers. Same, the... Well, it's lit. It's yeah. lit. Yeah. So, last week. Um, and I'm sure Cuzzo listened because he's a loyal listener. But last week we did Black, not last week, but last episode we did Black History Month and we were talking about minstrel shows. Um, I didn't really get any feedback on that one. So, Cuzzo, what'd you think? Um, I didn't really have any feedback to give y'all. So, yeah. If I'm remembering correctly, this bi weekly shit, I'm starting to forget these episodes. Yeah, actually, that's, that's um, actually a very, very valid point uh-huh. that you're making. <laughs> that's why I don't really have any feedback to give you because I listened. Uh, uh, it's two weeks ago. That's all I had. <laughs> Can't remember what the fuck we if talked I about. Correctly, we just wanted black excellence to start with you. Um, yeah. And I feel like in that strength, I feel like black excellence was showing the fuck out last weekend with the uh, Black Panther no, coming definitely, out. It definitely sure was. Did. It definitely was. Yep. You know, I heard a lot of people, you know, talking about showing up in their dashikis and African dress, but people really showed out, boy. Like, I don't know about y'all's theaters, but like, people really came. I even had white people wearing dashikis in our jump. And before you start saying South African, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck it. Let them, let them fuck it. I don't care. I don't... Did y'all... Did y'all see any cool like outfits or any like cool like 
the first the, the first time I went, um, it was a dude that came in with the whole um, the the king from um, oh, coming king to America Jaffe with Joker? the lion head. Yeah, he For had real? that whole shit with the whole lion head over his shoulder and shit. Nah, I said, the picture, the picture I movie, saw, bro. <laughs> the picture I saw fucking on uh, Instagram. Is that your movie theater? Is that what that was? I saw that. No, that wasn't. That I wasn't. saw that picture, yo, with the dude. He had the whole, the whole fucking, like, he went to the movie set and got the costume. Like, that shit was legit. Yeah, I know a lot of people showed up with food. Did y'all have any, like, crazy, like... Yeah. Some people had cookouts. The nigga next to me had some Popeyes in a fucking plastic bag. <laughs> that shit, <laughs> that shit <laughs> funny. I saw, uh, like, a meme. It was, like, Black Panther brought in $400 million in sales, but movie theater concessions brought in $17. <laughs> yeah, what? Sounds about right. Because <laughs> black people don't never buy no fucking food from the movie theater, dog. Because that shit's expensive. expensive. Who the fuck is buying That's how they make a fucking... 16 ounce soda for $18. That's how they make their money. That's, how they, that's literally how movie theaters right. make their money. They make it off of concessions. But you could get a large for 50 more cents. For real. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so speaking of Black Panther opening weekend, um, and up till now, I don't know, I want to say this number is domestic, but they made $400 million. Smashing yeah. records left and right. right. Yeah, smashing numbers. And you know what? It's funny because I went into the movie expecting it to not be great. Okay? Walk Pessimist. with me here. Every Marvel movie, they're like, first one is really not that good. Like, the first Iron Man really wasn't that good. Uh, Thor really wasn't that good. But it got good over time because, you know, they first put the movie out there to make sure that it, you know, will do some numbers and then they really put the money behind it. So this one I expected to be mediocre and I would just be like, Hyping it up because it was black. No, this one had the faith of the ancestors behind it, dog. This wasn't gonna be no mediocre. Didn't it though? And it had every black actor ever and Ryan Coogler. Like, come on, bro. Didn't it though? But didn't it though? I was looking at the. But even with them having so many black actors in it, they had a lot of new faces. It did. Mm -hmm. That that, you know that I've seen in like smaller movies and stuff like that, but I really hadn't. They don't really have that notoriety behind them, and so I'm excited for them to continue to be in this universe because I don't have to worry about anybody being like, oh, I need 500 million to be in the next movie, and now they get cut out the, the damn uh, deal. You know like they did with fucking Terrence Howard. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I don't have to worry about nobody wanting more money because I really fell in love with all the characters, you know. Uh, yeah, so, I, don't, I don't think there was anybody that I disliked. Nah. Like everybody had something that I, I was that being I racist. With. The white, the white guy. I didn't I, who claw? Up. No, oh, you talk, Claw. I, I like, like Claw. Claw too, especially when he came out talking about his fucking mixtape. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Send my man to yeah, SoundCloud." You got man. the SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, I related. I was like, "Oh shit, he got SoundCloud." God damn, this shit. No, I demand they release <laughs> the mixtape. I signed the petition with a quick, fast, and a hurry, bro. I demand they release that mixtape. Before we get into like the deep, the, the, the nuances of the movie, what did y'all think about the movie, Cuzzo? Uh, because you got way more history with these comic book dudes. Uh, We're going to go to you second. Shay Shay, what you yeah, think about so the Yeah, so for the record, disclaimer, <laughs> I'm not a comic book buff at, at all. Not a comic yeah, book buff. Right. But I thought, I, overall, I thought it was like, aside from it being um, a movie that showcased black excellence, right, um, mm-hmm. I thought it was just overall a good movie. Um, yeah. I was, you know, into it the whole time. It kept me entertained. Yeah, you know I mean, kind of fucked me up halfway when 
uh, Killmonger came and whooped his ass. Cause you know I mean, I'm not a comic, I'm not a comic book person, <laughs> so I didn't know that that yeah. shit was gonna happen. But uh, yeah, but even yeah. though like you talked about the characters, like I could relate to both of the characters, both T'Challa and Killmonger. You know what I mean, and their mindsets about shit, like I could I could kind of agree with both of them. Like yeah, keep Wakanda from the colonizers, but damn yeah, share the wealth, my nigga. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but overall, I think it was like I think it was a good movie, and we had a conversation. Um, in school about the movie and the fact that this was just a movie um, for the first time in a long time that showcased uh, black people in only really like a positive light like it showcased Africa um, the country as a, in a positive light and just black people in general uh, black men black women um, and I, I just thought it was an overall just like it was it was great like, I loved it I've seen it three times and I'm gonna go see the fourth yeah <laughs> I was gonna ask you that. I've seen it as of last yeah. night. I've seen it three times, and every time, like I like like yeah, like yesterday when I thought I when I went to go see it, I was like, I'm probably gonna fall asleep because I'm fucking. I was tired. I was mm -hmm. dog fuck tired. But I started watching it, yeah. and I was like, saying the lines and shit. Like by this time, I fucking know what's coming up, and I know the lines and shit. And yeah. like, we will not have it. <laughs> I'm in no, the movie theater like barking like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that shit was, no. that shit was a, it was a fucking good ass movie man like hell yeah I'm glad I'm not the only one so Kazo what what would you think about it man um so because I am a comic book buff I wanted yeah. to go and I had like really high expectations I went in the first time I saw it without the expectations of it being anything like the comics yeah. And so I really enjoyed it the first time. Second time okay. I went through and I looked at it from the standpoint of, okay, I'm a comic book fan. Does this really match up? And it really does. So like yeah. it stood as great to me from both perspectives, people who pay attention to comic books and people who really don't give a shit. Just wanted to see a good movie. <laughs> that's, that's me that's right real. here. That's real. You know, I just, so I do, I'm into comic books, but I don't like Marvel superheroes, right? That's just not my thing. And I think the reason I don't like Marvel superheroes is because they don't they don't really seem like they never seems like there's any kind of risk. Like they don't ever seem like they can lose. Right? There's no danger. They're usually super powerful. So I went into the movie, I expected it to be along those lines, like the here comes the great savior, T'Challa, and he's just gonna fuck everything up the entire movie. But that's not what happened, and so I feel like that from that standpoint alone, I loved it. But and then the other piece of it being thought-provoking and it presenting two, like Shay Shay said, two actually legitimate thought processes on how Wakanda should function in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, that's, I could definitely identify with both. Um, I probably, I think the first time when I watched the movie, I was kind of on Killmonger's side. I was like, definitely, um, definitely, I'm, I'm, we should do that because I don't get why we're not. Um, and I think that comes from being one of those. Yeah, you could you could relate to that nigga. You know, like like y'all got all this yeah. shit and y'all ain't know? share it. What the fuck? <laughs> I've been like, I, I really sat there like this is a, a real black American standpoint, mm -hmm. and that's what the fuck yeah. I am. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you need to do what you gotta do, player. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. So when he was like, yeah, New York and uh, New York, Hong Kong and London are down. I was like, you damn right, New York is down. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> The war dogs are ready. No <laughs> All them niggas there, shit. Uh, you know, so I thought it was a, a, a wonderful movie. And then, then, you know, when I saw it the second and third time, I really paid attention to, like, what African culture did they put in this movie but still have, like, a modern twist on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they make it? How does this 
country present very African, but not be like, all right, we're all in suits and wearing armor and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that the way that they integrated that with the the weapons that are very like tribish and the, and the garbs and stuff like that, having you know those shields and the fucking lasers and shit, I thought that was deep actually. Um, for them to be so powerful and then you know go into different places and fight, um, people that have guns, you know, and still function. It's my my girls throwing wigs and swinging. Koye was fucking so it so up. I think that yeah, so I think that they really did a really good job keeping it very authentic to African culture, to keeping it, you know, thought-provoking so people that, you know, are African can still be like, damn, this is deep. And then making everybody walk away from the movie proud. You know? Yeah. And every time, I've seen it three times, and every time at the end, where the boy looks and at uh, T'Challa who, who and are says, you? who are yeah. you? Do y'all almost cry? I didn't, I didn't cry, but like, I, there was a moment of like, Yo. you know, like, I almost cried when, uh, full disclosure, I almost cried when um, T'Challa is, he brings uh, Killmonger to see the sunrise, yeah. sunset in, in mm-hmm. Wakanda, and he, he asks him um, to to bury him at sea like his ancestors, yeah. because Woo! they knew, death they knew was better than that, um, that death was better than a life in bondage. I said, oh, oh shit. Oh. No, it was yeah, some, it was it some did. real, like, it was some dope, <laughs> dope ass lines that, like, really made you think like throughout the movie um it's it's several lines in the movie that just be like like if you're really paying attention you're like damn that was fu- that was fucking deep um for like one yeah, of the, the when- one that like really struck me is like uh when um t'challa goes to the ancestral plane and he and he meets his uh his pops uh t'chaka and you know he kneels and he's like stand up you are a king nigga. like yeah stand up you a king, dog, and I like I, that spoke to me, right? Yeah, like that resonated a lot with me, because um, I felt like it wasn't just, it wasn't just he wasn't just saying that to him. He was saying that to all black men. Like, stand up, you are kings. Like, um, look at the 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 um, you know what you come from, right? Uh, and even when the the second time he came, the second time he went to this the little spirit yeah. world thing, and he told his daddy. Mm, Whatever it was that you did, that you did some fucked up shit. But now I'm gonna be a better king than you were. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? When Killmonger's dad said they did the flashback and he said to him, he was like, you know, their heroes have been assassinated. They have been, you know, oppressed for so long, and, and we have done nothing. And so, when they said that, that's what made him radicalized. I could see how someone that lived so much better off could see, you know, how people that look like him are being treated, and then fucking off the deep end because when you first get introduced to the character i was confused about like well why is he doing gang no shit? Like, yeah you could like um i really i fucked with uh uh was it prince and, and jobu yeah. right mm-hmm. that was like i like i could like you said you can i can understand like he's he was sent over there as a spy as a, as a war dog yep. and like he's seeing this he's like I think I, oh yeah i could do something like i got i got all this shit back at home like i could do something about this right um mm-hmm. So yeah, it's something like it's I, I definitely was, like a hey, lot in there. Hey, it was good. That was good. That was good. I think I think the movie as a whole. Do you, do you guys think pacing was pretty good? I thought pacing was pretty decent. Yeah, I got. I mean, there was parts in the movie where I was like, I think after seeing it the first time, I think there's parts in the movie I'm like, all right, let's get by this shit because I want to get to the next <laughs> this shit. Pretty much. Like the car chasing and all that shit. Like that was cool, man. The whole shit was cool. They threw a lot of shots at America. 
Sure saying that they could do things better and Americans think they know best. I mean, think about it though. Like, like uh, this movie kind of gave us an image of the African uh, utopia, right? What Africa could have been or could be had there not have been colonization in Africa, Yo, right? That's deep. You're like, right. And then, but like, for real, for real though, there's some some element that actually exists in the real world that only is available that you can only get from somewhere in Africa that you don't make self cell phones don't what work. I, what that, yo, it. think about think about like they showed Uganda being the technological um, capital of the world, right? Uh, uh, secretly, mm-hmm. yeah. but in reality, if you think about it, Africa is without colonization. Africa is the technological. Um, capital of the world. We talked about it a little bit in our last episode with, you know, mathematics coming from Africa, um, astrology and astronomy coming from Africa. Like, that that's where all of that shit originated, um, and it was showcased um, in and this movie. basic health and hygiene started in Africa. Because yes. white people weren't even washing their asses until we told them how to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's deep. I think that I, I appreciate that they, they used... And I guess when the creators of the comic decided to do this, but they used vibranium as a resource that other people would want because a lot of the resources that were, you know, I guess only found in Africa were taken um, by the Diamonds, ivory. Um, and so I thought that that I mean, was, yeah, so I thought that was deep that they yeah. would use something like that, that, okay, so Africans have this and it makes them this great, I don't know, advanced society, but they're going to keep it to themselves. Um, and I thought that that was... That was good, man. The whole shit was good, but I got questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the movie was great, but I got questions of things that don't make sense <laughs> to me. And hopefully you guys can help me. Oh, by the way, everybody, um, this has a whole lot of damn spoilers. We're like... Oh, no, we know. didn't spoil... We didn't... Oh, well, we we should have <laughs> gave that fucking disclaimer a long time ago, because we didn't... We've been kind of... We didn't already spoil hey, some I'll, shit. I'll add it. I'll add it in the beginning, but I got questions. Uh. Question number one. Why does Judy have to die? Why couldn't somebody hold, hand him a bead? You know what I'm saying? Like, he got stabbed, sure, but like, there was a bunch of people around with beads. Nobody could be like, yo, my man, you don't gotta die. Here's your bead. I don't know. I think that was just the, uh, the dramatic effect of the movie, dog. Like, Zuri had to go. Yeah. Like, and it, no, it even made it. it like, I'll kill you too, <laughs> Uncle James. Like, he remembered who the fuck he was. Yeah. Like, like, I know who you are. You the oh. motherfucker that traded on my daddy. You gonna go too. Like, I just, I think. I don't get it. Like, yeah. Here's another thing. I think it's just... Are there two black... Kuzo might have an answer to this one. Are there two Black Panthers at one time? Because if T'Challa was the Black Panther, or T'Chaka was the Black Panther, does he give up the mantle before he dies, or does he give up the mantle when he dies? Just like his son became king. Um... So there's because... two different answers to that. Okay. So when T'Chaka passed the mantle on to, Ch- to T'Challa, mm-hmm. he had given up the mantle. He was too old. Okay. In the comics, though, Shuri is also the Black Panther at the same time as T'Challa. So it's not really passed. It's passed on if the previous Black Panther is it's too old. So so the heart-shaped herb doesn't make you live forever? No, I'm it not don't. live forever, but it, don't, it doesn't make you like, heal and young and shit? Uh-uh. It's like um, the little serum stuff that they gave Captain America. It's like that. Oh, that was a major spoiler because a lot of people don't know that he gets old. Damn, you just ruined Captain America for everyone. Anyway. Captain America uh, was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay, so 
Um, anything else y'all want to touch on with the movie before we get into what this episode is really about? Um, nah, man. I, I don't. I think we we. Nah, I, I think we touched on a lot. So, oh, real quick, what do you give it out of five? Five. Five. Damn. Yeah, I give it five too. I don't think that. I see, every time I see it, I try to see it through like a lens where there could be something wrong with the movie and I ain't found nothing yet. Oh, and um, any and everybody that was asking for and looking for anybody light-skinned in the fucking movie, there are three light-skinned. There are. The one of the, one of the, uh, the, the, the door yeah, the of Elijah. Elijah was light-skinned. It's, it's, yeah. man. And it's two, it, um, no, I'm sorry. It was four. It was uh, one of the Dora Milaje, um, Killmonger's girlfriend, and then two random people sitting in Wakanda somewhere. Mm-hmm. But like they're in Africa and like Southern Africa, they're going to be dark skinned. So yeah, just saying. That's real. <laughs> hey, you know what? Real quick. You know who stole the show for me? Who? Uh, Mbaka. Yes. Yes. The, the dog. He and by Mbaku. far. But he was only in this show. He was only in the show for like fucking... <laughs> Two, two leader scenes, of the Jabadi tribe, <laughs> and in the comics, that nigga is his name is Man Ape. Man, yeah, Man Ape. Oh, is it? Mbaku, we will I'm not have fuck. it. We have set I'm a, uh, on the side. I'm about to. Uh, I will eat you, colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. We're vegetarians. Just kidding. <laughs> we are vegetarians. I'm going to Comic Con. I'm going to Comic Con this ember. I'm about to. Yo, Mbaku was the. On. He was. He was like the comedic relief. For real. For real. <laughs> Like if you think about it, like he was like him and um, uh, Shuri. Shuri, like they were they were comedic yeah. really. I like Shuri too, but I wish he would have did a little bit more. All right, so moving on. Uh, so what I really wanted to talk about this episode in the light of Black Panther coming out is black heroes in general, because I heard a lot of people when Black Panther was getting a lot of hype saying that this was the first black superhero movie, which is not the case. Um, Spawn sitting right there. Blade. Blade sitting right there. Um, Meteor Man. Steel. Remember when Shaq was Steel? Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. want to talk about it, but Catwoman <laughs> technically did exist. Yes, that was just a, that was just a shit Catwoman. movie. <laughs> yeah. All together. Yeah, I mean, most of them probably. I mean, not most of them probably. Did I say Storm already? Yeah, Storm was we, in the movie, but the, she wasn't the lead character in the movie. Let's you know not discuss Storm in movies. Huh? Well, yeah. Yeah, weren't they married? So, Black Panther and Storm? Yeah. yeah. And one arc they do get married, yes. Yeah, that was awful too. <laughs> um, so what I wanted to, to, to point out is one that that wasn't the case, but I do like this as my favorite black superhero movie. Um, but I wanted to talk about black heroes in general and how they're portrayed. Um, and do we see this as like a positive trend? Um, and then I got some other questions at the end, but that's really where I wanted to start the conversation was, you know, what are some other black heroes? Um, and what are some common trends between them um, that you guys have seen? I know for myself, uh, most of the black heroes that I've seen, um, i.e. Static, Luke Cage, um, there was another one, but I can't remember his name right now. But they, they come from backgrounds where they're like dark or, you know, they, they're impoverished or trying to get out of something that, that's, that's negative, um, which I guess is so they'd be able to relate with their audience. Um, but I, do you guys really see that as a common trend between the superheroes, or do you think that it's just a lot of them? They in the early days, especially, they were 
in the hood and they were downtrodden and poor and then they got superpowers and now they're trying to save the hood with their superpowers. Or they were poor and they went to jail and then they were in jail and they came out of jail and wanted to change their life around and now they got superpowers. I mean, yeah. you saw a lot of and that. If it's, and if it's not one of those two things, then it's like the black version of some other popular white hero. Mm-hmm. So where do you guys think that that comes from? Do you guys think that that's like you guys think that comes from out like out of malice like you guys will only be but no it, I don't, it, it doesn't come from no. uh intentional malice it comes from in, in, uh, implicit biases right and i think it's just lazy storytelling they didn't have for the longest time they didn't have um writers or artists of color yeah. doing the comics and so you have a whole a room full of white men making comics about people of color they don't really have any um life experiences to be able to draw from to be able to tell those stories except for what they already know from television and other movies you know and pop culture right. and media which is why a lot of the the black heroes came out in the 70s when they were doing black exploitation movies and a lot of them have that especially in the early days have that kind of black exploitation uh, lens on them especially people like luke cage that he came out and he was saying sweet christmas and all this extra yeah. shit um so and that was their perspective is oh oh this is what the black people are like but we weren't like that at all wasn't that uh 70s or was it the 80s when shaft and them came out wasn't it was the 70s. 70s yeah okay yeah so yeah you're right and that's when they were saying a crazy fucking well, can, what was uh, can you dig it? Was it? Psychic was a fucking huggy bear loadout <laughs> or some shit. Like <laughs> no, you're right. But like, I. So do you guys think that that, that trend is starting to change uh, with the superheroes we're seeing, or do you think that they're just regurgitating these? these no, I I think ideas that were started. I think it's starting to change because you're starting to see more black writers, black directors, um, uh, and when you have more black directors, black writers, black producers in Hollywood, they can give you a more accurate depiction of black culture, right? Um, they're, they're not writing from a, a, um, a perspective that is unaware of how black culture really is. I mean, you got Ryan Coogler, who's directed, who directed back Black Panther, right? Um, he did an extensive amount of research on African culture to be able to infuse that into the movie. Um, and you know, you got other writers and um, directors like Ava DuVernay, um, like, and they can give you a more accurate depiction of what it means to be black in America and what it means to be black in the world, as opposed to having a, a, a white director who has no idea what it means to be black or has no idea what uh, black culture really is. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I agree, but it, it... What I'm starting to see now, especially in comics, because I read the shit out of everybody's comics, is um, it's still kind of lazy storytelling. They'll they're still doing the black version of whatever, whatever. Like they have um, Miles Morales, the Black Spider-Man. Black Spider-Man. Yeah. They have uh, Riri Williams, the Iron Heart, but Iron <laughs> Man. Um, and then like so, they're they're all they're doing is just making this the black version of so-and-so, but they are being a little bit more creative that instead of, um, cause Iron Man had a, a black version originally, War Machine was yep. just the black exactly. version of, of yeah. Tony Stark. And, um, and so now they're getting a little bit more creative and inclusive by a young black girl or um, making people who are um, 
not straight, so either gay or bi. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. they're being more inclusive in that way, but it's still kind of just the black version of another more popular hero. Yeah, so uh, just to kind of piggyback on that, I was going to say that. Uh, I feel like, yeah, things are progressing with Black Panther. I think like Black Panther is the, I guess, the mark that we're looking for, mm-hmm. um, I guess, in screen adaptations. But I know a lot of times you know, we look at Luke Cage, it's still very much still the, it's more of the same. I um, mean, even Black Lightning. And what I really see happening with our Black heroes as they're being portrayed, and even the storytelling that they're doing, um, they're really caught in... All right, y'all are going to deal with black issues. Y'all are going to deal with gang violence, kids not, you know, wanting to be in school, downtrodden communities. Like, you're dealing with that. And none of their stories that I've read so far have really dealt with, oh, you're going to save the world. Not like, you know, some of the other heroes we have, like Superman or something like that. Like, they're these game-changing stakes that they're going to save. It's I've, A lot of them don't have that kind of story. And I, I guess that may be, like you said, because of to bad storytelling, but or just maybe they're not going to get that opportunity. Yeah, that is part of why um, a lot of good writers of color are now moving away from the big two, Marvel and DC. They're now writing for independent comics. And so a lot of those have more fleshed out, more... Um, well-rounded characters that aren't just the knockoff version of Thor or whoever the fuck else. Um, And then now they're starting to use um, in the movies, especially the Marvel movies, because fuck DC. (laughs) But um, they, and people would get big mad over like um, Valkyrie and Heimdall in the Thor movies being played by black actors. Yeah when they were white all the way through the comics or um, Samuel L. Jackson being uh, Nick Fury. Yeah, being black. But Nick Fury was black in one of the uh, arcs, but that was really like a... They did that after they cast um, Sam Sam Jackson Mm -hmm. because he looked just like Sam Jackson because they cast him. So, yeah, yeah, so I don't think that was that big of a deal, but do you think that that's... Do you think that's better? Do you think that they should just change existing characters into black characters and we just continue to move that way? Or do you think that they should have original characters? I think a combination of both, Mm -hmm. especially if the characters aren't like, in the case of like Heimdall and Valkyrie and then Deadshot in um, Suicide Squad when they had uh, Will Smith, characters where their race isn't really like integral to who they are, then it makes sense if you don't have to cast a white person, then don't cast a white person. Um, they had a big opportunity to cast somebody Asian to do Iron Fist. They didn't do that. Um, but like in, including that in in opportunities for the big name characters that you can just switch out for a non-white person and then create new interesting characters that stand alone on their own. Like, don't give me um, all of the Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, yeah. Thor, Hulk, all of them. Don't give me just the the black or Asian or whatever the hell versions of those. Give me mm-hmm. characters that stand on their own. Right, right, right. right. What'd you think, Shay? I don't know. Really, nigga? <laughs> 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 I mean, so I, I read a lot of comic books myself. Um, and I think that I'm more of on the other end of it. Like, I don't like it when they change existing characters to be black because I feel like you're doing 
I feel like you're, it's affirmative action in comic books. Like, I just think that you're doing it in order to meet a quota versus, like, really giving me a quality character. Um, and I think that a lot of times when they do that, they don't really give that character really flushed out background that makes sense. Um, and I would like to see, I know DC, anyway, I'll say fuck DC. DC decided to go with, uh, I guess not the black Batman, but um, they decided to do Nightwing. And then they, with that, he had a developed storyline that it wasn't that he was poor or anything like that. He was actually from his stuff. He was uh, Lucius Fox's son. Um, and he came from a successful background and had a black family that was very wealthy. And I thought that that was a positive, I guess, background and a positive image for a black hero to to really get win but then the comic book got canceled so um so that that's kind of where i'm on the other end of it i I feel like they should create more heroes kind of like um um what milestone comics tried to do when they came out just create black heroes in the world where they exist and and have it make sense and have them come from different walks of life and being different backgrounds just like they do um, in normal comic books, or I don't say normal because they're normal comic books too. But the big yeah, two, big. yeah, just with other big two. Um, mm. But do you guys think that any more are gonna make it to the screen? That would be that would get some kind of notoriety. I think I think so. I don't know which one specifically, but I think because what they what they're realizing is that there's a market, and you gotta think about you know it's a capitalist society, you know. Um, and yeah. Black Panther did so well because of the amount of support that it got from the African American community, on top of the regular um, Marvel, you know, constituency, right? The, the the normal people who were going to go see Black Panther regardless because it's a Marvel movie and they like Marvel comics, they see, right? But on, yeah, they want to see so the Infinity War. Exactly, you got you got that <laughs> on top of you know the the out. Uh, the support from the African American community, so I think they see that there's a uh, there's a market for it. So I, I do feel like you'll see more um, comic books or or superheroes, African American superhero movies, um, in the future. On top of, of course, that's on top why, of the Black Panther sequel, because there will be one. I, that's that's why I think a lot of people were so excited about Black Panther being a thing, because. We know, yeah, Disney owns it and all the Hotep people, even though I hate using that word, um, will say that Disney's owned by white people and you're just making white people a whole lot of money. But no, it it sets up opportunities for studios and for producers and people with money to finance and support things that are black as hell. Yeah, see the value in it, yep. Right. That's true. Yeah, I... Unfortunately, guys, I don't think it's going to happen. Why not? Uh, because a lot of... The, because the black heroes in general don't have the fan base a lot of times in order to, for their comic books to stay running. So Black Panther is one of those... He's so um, deeply woven into the Marvel Universe that like you really can't eliminate him and have it function um, just because he's the most wealthiest hero in that universe. Like He's the wealthiest man in the world. So, um, and it, without Wakanda being a thing, then you don't have Captain America having a shield. You don't have Bucky. Like you, there's a lot of things that you lose out of that. But there's no other hero that has that kind of pull besides maybe Miles Morales. And he, he is getting a movie. Um, it's animated, but he will be getting a movie. Um, 
But I think that's where it'll stop. Because I can't think of, I don't know, because if you can, I can't think of any other black hero that that will ha- see the light of day, except for maybe uh, John Stewart, the black Green Lantern. Lantern. Are you talking more so like a solo movie yeah, or like, like a just solo included movie. in general? Yeah, because I, mean, I feel like just included, I mean, you, anybody can make it. <laughs> you know, just have a cameo. But I mean, like to yeah. have a standalone movie um and it'd be successful because i know cyborg is gonna get one but i'm worried about how that's gonna do um yeah me too yeah so and i feel like had he not been in the justice league movie before his movie then everybody would have just boycotted the damn justice league movie because it's just he doesn't uh, like the actor is really not that may, great like justice league. maybe um when falcon takes over as captain america because what's his face uh chris evans his contract is up after the next two Avengers movies. Yeah, you know he dies. Uh, spoilers <laughs> for everyone. I don't know this to be true, but I'm telling you it's going to happen. When it happens, you guys can come back and be like, Darren said it first. Captain America dies in Infinity War, and that's how Falcon becomes Captain America. I know. That's how it's <laughs> going to continue. That's, so you're right. Yeah, maybe they will. Anthony Mackie might be able to, to pull some people into the seats. Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I don't, that's not something I wanted to see. Um, I would love to see Static. I know in the 90s, that was a really popular TV show. Um, and if you don't know who Static Shock is, maybe you did not have a successful childhood, but... Or you were born within the last 18 yeah. years. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Static Shock was lit. Um, I would love to see him on the big screen. Um, I would have loved to see Black Lightning on the big screen but i don't now that he has a tv show i doubt that that's gonna happen i want to see blade in the context of the the where marvel's universe exists now and yeah. call do you think wesley, wesley that's what i was about to say do you think wesley snipes comes back <laughs> like he's old though but like still call his ass <laughs> yeah no i don't think he'll come back no nah, he needed he he, he 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 need a movie he do need the he money needs- <laughs> my man does need, need the money. I don't know. I don't know if Wesley could turn it down, dog. After all that tax oh, shit, man. I don't know if he could turn it down. Yeah, I just don't. It's, I, I'm really like as I've because I told you guys breaking the fourth wall. I told you guys like a, maybe a week ago that I wanted to do this episode, and I've been thinking the whole time like, what is a black superhero I think that could either match or beat Black Panther's numbers in the box office? No. I not can't think of anybody, honestly. And I've, uh, not unless they had one hell of a casting for Storm. And even then, what story would you tell? It's, I don't know. But I think if they go back to Storm being the queen um, in Africa and everyone praising her, blah, blah, blah. But you'd have to set that up like with a whole nother movie yep. before that. You would. But I think that maybe the maybe Black Panther sequel. Do. I don't know. Well, you know, what's his name? Wolverine died. Yep. You know they 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 did that so maybe they can mm-hmm. do another so standalone they can just run the storm run the storm wheel but none of the x-men movies so far have really given storm anything that they can build a spinoff for they sure have not but i mean wolverine came out of left field on that one hugh jackman was perfect for it though he was. um i really like besides that i don't know man they can get a, de- a second shot with green lantern because um the Black Green Lantern actually he was more interesting I personally believe than yeah so <laughs> maybe they could do that do you think War Machine could get a spinoff why not 
I feel like I feel like War Machine he's popular enough now with him being in Civil War I think maybe that's what they do they kill off Iron Man and Captain America and then just but roll I think out with Riri War Machine Williams has Falcon. a more um, even though she's a far newer character she has a more interesting story than fucking James Rhodes agreed but I don't believe that they they're gonna pull that out so, what do you guys see as a future um, of black heroes in media and in general? Because I... I know at the end of, with Black Panther coming out, a lot of the kids have seen him and now they feel like there's a place for them as heroes and they're looking up to him and they look at it and say, that's, that's me. So do you think that that's the way ahead? That's what, that's what A, black people need and B, um, I would like to see comic go. book movies focus on because just to our point there isn't really another character that stands on their own wholly um, without the support of really other characters um, that's black and and popular that I would like to see non-Marvel, non-DC characters just um, we had, even though it really wasn't all that great, we had that, that movie with Will Smith, um Hancock. Hancock. Where he played a superhero. Ugh. It was an awful movie. But Hancock. like, I would like to see movies in that same vein where it's a, a black hero that stands on their own and it doesn't exist in Marvel or DC. I heard somebody say Hancock was racist. Here's why. The strongest black man in the world is homeless. And a, dr- and a drunk. He's a drunk. And he loses his powers instantly mm-hmm. when he runs into a white woman. Oh, shit. He couldn't even fly anymore. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and, and if you guys paid, like, if you guys go back and watch Hancock, y'all don't believe me, go back and watch it. Hancock was alive during the civil rights movement. That's what they said in the mm-hmm. movie. What the, <laughs> Hancock, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> like, where, where were you? Like, what are you talking about? He's just hanging out. Is this a drunk but they, superpower? They they no, have in I, I the think... milestone universe icon. He was kind of the same way. Yeah. That he was he was a black hero. He was an alien that popped up on Earth and he ended up being black. And he was seeing all the the civil rights shit and just saying, well, fuck that. That has nothing to do with me. Until um, like years down the road, someone was like you're being real fucked up you need yeah. you got all this power and you're not even helping out your people the fuck and then he became like the black superman mm. yeah mm-hmm. all right so i got i got one more question for y'all and i'm gonna let y'all go so yeah have you guys seen black lightning okay shay shay you watched black lightning i've seen all? it like an episode i haven't watched the whole thing so with black lightning they're really talking they're really going into um you know gang violence drugs you know flooding the community and schools and stuff like that um and police violence right police brutality mm-hmm. and he's fighting that as a hero um do you guys think that we should see more of that from black heroes or would you like them to move outside of that because i i think that personally i think that it's cool i like the narrative and i think that it fits the time right now but do you think that that kind of like pigeonholes us, or not pigeonholes us, but 
kind of like holds us into one narrative like this is the only uh, thing it that does if about. we have multiple shows about the same shit so i wouldn't want a black lightning show and uh uh i don't know blade show and a luke cage show and a war machine whatever the hell and if that's the only topic that we ever discuss what the fuck if we have all of those shows and they all um discuss different aspects of the black experience then that's cool and it just ha so happens that they cover that on one of them okay cool yeah i i agree i think that um like that is one aspect of the african-american experience and more so a domestic um mm -hmm. when you, well when you talk about african-american experience like that that is the that's a, an aspect of african-american experience and a more domestic um like united states issue but like you got world issues for black people um different different so, issues that black people deal with throughout the the country and throughout the world that could be addressed and just a more broader like like you said earlier a superhero that saves the world not just the black community from drugs and violence like um i would like to see more of that as well i personally want to see a superhero which they kind of touched on in the black panther movie but one that fights against all these fucking uh women and children kidnappings in africa or the human trafficking in africa I, i'd like to see one that fights that that would be deep um maybe pirating no well, really <laughs> nigga no. i really like pirating <laughs> yeah i don't know I, i'm just thinking of like like other narratives that can i get a black superhero that saves of... us from donald trump hey you know what i think they're they're there's bound to be one by now there's gotta be like there's gotta be i'm sure they don't call it donald trump but i'm sure there's a comic book out there that's like actually the they did do that they did like a, a knockoff version of that with um when they made captain america a nazi and they had um yeah. miles morales the black yeah. spider-man kill him oh please i need something i need hope I feel like we have hope now. Do you think that the movie... I feel like that's what the movie gave us. I think when I left the movie theater, that's what I had, was hope. Might have been I, I had hope I that hope there's a real Wakanda out there, and they're just waiting to... Right now, they're going through their internal <laughs> conflict <laughs> before they... <laughs> before they decide to reveal themselves to the world. <laughs> I'm waiting for CNN to come across the screen and say that the... The king of an African country has what an I, What I'm waiting make. for is some actual news correspondent to be in the damn interview with um, with Trump and ask, literally ask him, how do you feel about international relations with Wakanda? I just want that to happen I so want to see that shit. <laughs> that should be hilarious because he'll answer it because he's a dumbass. He's a complete dumbass. Can we just tweet him? Can everyone just tweet at him? Just tweet him and ask him what it... No, because if we tweet him... Right, his advisors will be like, "Sir, as a don't answer it. Don't answer that question." You have Thomas a lot of faith in his advisors stopping him from tweeting shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Like they'll, like they'll, they'll see it and they'll be like, "Yo, bro, don't that. That's it's a joke. It's a joke. Fucking don't. You got to You we see this nigga him, tweets all like, types of bullshit all the fucking time. <laughs> Dog, we got to get somebody to ask him that yeah. question live on camera. Like so, there's no, there's no, because right when Trump speaks live, there's no filter, nothing. There's nothing to, you got it. He just says the first thing that comes to his mind. And he'll fucking, it'll be great. 
Who do you, I think we can keep I think him. I think somebody needs to ask him that question, like coming out of the White House press briefing room. This is a fucking troll. He trolls everybody. Why not troll him? They had um, fuck him. What's his name? What Jimmy Kimmel did that shit where he had he does the ask the stupid questions on the street mm-hmm. segment. And he went on the street mm-hmm. and was asking random yeah. people, how do you feel about international relations with Wakanda? Random people. And all of them were just answering, we should stay out of their business and we need to do better stuff over here. Like, actually answering. <laughs> we, they do need to stay out of Wakanda's business. They do. They, do. they need to stay out of Wakanda's fucking yeah. colonizers. Yeah, leave their vibranium alone. So, I like to end the show with a unpopular opinion because I feel like it's been a while since we did uh, that. Probably. A little bit. So do either of you have an unpopular opinion you'd like to share with the masses? I do actually have an unpopular opinion. It's probably be unpopular because I had this conversation yesterday with my with my grandmother. Um, okay. I'm not for an assault weapons ban. Oh, shit. Unpopular opinion. Oh. Oh. Say, say more. Well, I mean, as a responsible gun owner, um, I don't feel like uh, an assault weapons ban is an appropriate fix to the issues that we've been having with uh, mass shootings in the United States. I think that there are more uh, common sense gun laws that could be enacted and put into place um, to keep yeah. things like that from happening. For example, I'll give you an example. One, I, I wouldn't purchase a, a, a firearm about a, about a week ago. Yeah, about a week and a half ago, yeah. right? It took me 30 minutes sure to walk out with two guns, right? Yeah. Although I was like, I'm glad this is going quickly. I'm, I got other things to do today. On my ride home, I had a little bit of reflection. I was like, that was too easy, right? Nobody asked me about, you know, they did a background check to make sure I wasn't a felon or a criminal, but you know, the only thing that like asked about my mental health was a piece of paper. And it was like, check yes or no, if you've ever had any mental health issues. Well, of course I'm gonna check no, right? Cause I'm trying to get my gun. But like, I think they're like, that's that process for me, even though I am a responsible gun owner, I've never done anything wrong. I've never broken any laws. I don't have any mental health issues. It shouldn't have been that easy for me to get it. Do I think I shouldn't have been able to get it? No, cause I, I, I should have it because that's my right. But I don't think it should have been that easy. I think there needs to be uh, more, um, intense background checks, not just on criminal history, but mental health is, uh, history. Um, I think there needs to be things put in place for people who have documented mental health issue, issues, right? If they do own guns, a, a process for which those guns can be taken away from them, right? Um, like, I think there needs to be more laws put in place that makes it difficult for people who shouldn't have them to get them, but I don't think that we should be taking them away from people who have not done anything wrong. Um, so that's my unpopular opinion. Yeah. Okay. Do you have anything for that? I kind of do. I'm just, so I'm just... it, to an extent, okay. I agree. Okay, what's up? But, um, yeah. couple things. One, I cannot, for the life of me, think mm-hmm. of any particular reason why you would want to have an assault rifle of any kind other than to shoot shit. You're not hunting yeah, with it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not protecting yourself with it because if you're in your home that's close quarters a pistol is going to do better for you um you or, shotgun. or shotgun and so you have an assault mm-hmm. rifle where are you going with that what are you doing with it 
<laughs> so I, I and I was I was asked this question as well. Um, I've I've mm-hmm. recently gotten to sport uh, shooting, okay. a competitive shooting, uh, yeah. which is something I've been looking into that I really want to like be, because me I was in the military so I did we did a lot of shooting like op, obstacle shoot um, things like that and that marksmanship is a skill right it's a skill and for some for a lot of people it's a hobby it's something you develop it's something you work on it's something you you um, get better at over time so a lot of people do competitive shooting with different all different types of weapons pistols um, rifles single action rifles assault rifles um, different things like that so it's something that I've gotten into which is why I got I got an assault rifle um, because it's a new hobby that I decided to pick up um, so for that reason yes uh, that is why I think people need to have it in so for <laughs> okay. to have fun and, and on a more cons- <laughs> it's it's more for a, a, a fun fun purpose also I do believe that one day the zombie apocalypse will come and I don't want to have a pistol for the zombie apocalypse I need something that's gonna fucking put some that rounds down range real quick now that's just on a whole different level but if y'all could <laughs> see my face right now though <laughs> <laughs> okay. I do believe that there will be a zombie okay, apocalypse so if you, one if day you take all of those uh, okay. or or a or a nuclear apocalypse actually is more okay. more likely um, yeah. in, a, in a complete government breakdown once, you know, uh, nuclear bombs start yes. flying back and forth, which is another reason why I think so I need to have So if you take all of those things um, away, you take, okay. uh, let's say, just for, for conversation's sake, there will never be any type of apocalypse type uh, event happening. Um, there's no reason to there isn't the 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 sport of shooting assault rifles competitively isn't a thing what is there mm-hmm. any like other reason to have an assault rifle other than to no there i mean if you're if you're mm-hmm. just looking at protection of your home uh and protection of your your person no because if you're protecting your person you conceal carry a pistol if you're protecting your home you can you you have a shotgun or a pistol. There, there will, there will not. And I was having this conversation as well with somebody else, and that there will never be a time where I have someone's breaking into my home and I pull out my AR-15. That is not a thing. No. Um, so if that's the if that's the aim at which you're looking at it for, like home protection and personal protection, no, an AR-15 is not. That's not what it's designed for. Um, it is designed for uh, for taking lives. That's the first thing it's designed for. It is designed to take lives and take many lives. Um, but on a on a different level, like like I said, for competitive competitive shooting and things like that is one thing. And then if you're more of a conspiracy theorist like myself and do not trust the government in one single shape or form and believe that tyranny is a real thing uh, that could come upon us one day or the collapse of the government is a real thing, then that's another reason is why I think that an AR-15, I need so, an AR-15 so that's personally. Because I... I with, within my heart of hearts, I do believe that within my lifetime, the United States today is not the United States that it will be in a couple years. It has. It's not it the is. same United States and that it was when you in the. It's 90s, not the same United States that, that, it, was that it was last year. That yeah, it was and I don't think. Ago. I think I, I think we are getting into some really, really, really dark times where you will need some things in your um in your arsenal to protect yourself more. Not just a home defense, but like. You know you sound like all the white. I know, and that's cool. Um, I don't care. Now the blacks got rights, and you know that that's, that that's tomorrow. part of Yo, why I'm we so have serious, man. gun rights I, in the first place is because when they were writing the um, Bill of Rights, that they had to they tossed that little bit in there of keeping guns for citizens as a right because 
it, and they'll tell you that it was because of um, to prevent the government from over from from tyranny yeah, and all that. Tyranny but it, or to keep it wasn't that. Militia, it was the like southern that. states when they were writing the con they were writing the constitution saying, "Hey, we need a way to prevent the slaves from getting out of control." Should they decide to do some of the shit that they were doing in Haiti with, um, and I'm forgetting his name. Is it Toussaint? Is that his name? Toussaint. Toussaint. Um, yeah. Toussaint. The, 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 the slave, revolt, the, the right, revolt, their revolution. revolt there, they could have stopped if they, if everybody had guns. Had guns. Also, when they were writing the damn um, Bill of Rights, there were no assault rifles. There were no semi-auto no. nothing. Mm -hmm. It was, you have to pack the fucking musket ball in your damn, uh, the musket. damn pistol uh, that's, or that's... Um, rifle. So your reload time was long as hell. Dog, you imagine how quickly the Civil War would have been over if they had very, assault very rifles? Very fucking fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, yeah, the, too long. like, if we have, we have to keep that in context when we think, okay, yeah, we do have the right to own guns. Yeah, great. But let's look at the context of when that right was given to us, and what that looks like yeah. today. Does that mean that we have the right to have an assault rifle just sitting in our house? because we want to use that as protection and which is the excuse that a lot of NRA people will you will will try to sell us on no you're not using that and and Shay Shay you you said that too you're not even keeping it for it's yeah, not for protection it's not for protection it's in a, it's in a lockbox under my it's in a lockbox under my bed which but, which will never like if somebody broke into my house I could never get to it in time to be able to but you know, the, but myself. you also have to keep in mind people who may not be responsible gun owners they may have just their guns just sitting somewhere random in their house and so family members or friends or whoever the fuck can just pick one the fuck up and go do whatever the fuck they want with it or um people who may not have mental health issues today but something the fuck happens in a week and now they have a gun and they just go the fuck off trauma can create right so now you have an assault rifle in your house that you were just using to to your point you were just using for sport it was and you're being responsible with it even if you were being a responsible gun owner and you kept it in in a locked case and you you always only used it for that particular thing now you have a trauma that that occurs and now you want to go let the chopper spray at the fucking um <laughs> school or at post office post or wherever office the fuck whatever whatever fucking thing you think like having access and you had immediate access to it because it was already in your house or or like you said they just give you a little form that says do you ever have mental health issues and a lot of people don't re either don't recognize that they have mental health issues or they don't self-disclose and so you can go in there and check off your little box that says no i don't have uh, mental health issues but you are depressed as fuck and you about to go kill some niggas and you get your gun in 30 minutes I don't, I, yeah i think they should just be removed as a whole i mean like i get it it's fun gun collectors sport i just there's it's just not it's not conducive in our environment because people can do things and there's no preventative measure that's going to stop that um, so I agree with you. I don't think that harsher gun laws are going to change anything because like you said Mental health is really the biggest wild card in it all and there's really no way to prevent that unless someone is already diagnosed But a lot of people don't get diagnosis diagnoses. So like 
or they even if they are diagnosed, my question. They, is, is, they don't give this is my, this is my, they don't treat my, it or address it. My real question, uh, gun ban practical application, right? So let's say they do it and enforce yeah, it. Yeah, who's going to do yeah, it? Yeah, one, let's say they do enforce a gun ban, right? Uh, assault weapons ban, right? And and they yeah. say no, nobody can sell fucking assault weapons anymore, um, which I, yeah. I honestly do not think will happen. Um, no, it's never going to happen. Um, because it, it, yeah. there was an assault weapons ban in 1994, but that was under a, a Democratic president, a Democratic Senate, and a Democratic House, right? Um, and it was for 10 years, which expired in 2004. Uh, practical application. Who's turning over their assault weapons, right? And That's then, because there there are three hundred million weapons, assault weapons, out in the United States uh, as well, right? Um, so who's turning over? Them? And we're all we're all the ones that are already out there. Where are they going, right? And but then you, and then my know, like, my second thing, right? You ban assault weapons, right? Somebody who's good enough, right? right? can do just as much damage with a pistol as a, as a person who is untrained can do an assault weapon. They can, but I think that that's... Then you have to argue about people that are good enough, which is not the average person. It is not a teenager that walks into a school and shoots a bunch of people. And then so to, I I think that and to push back on that as well, there were a lot of... Um, quote unquote developed countries like a lot of places in Europe, a lot of places in Asia, that had mm-hmm. access to guns and removed it and their gun violence went way way the fuck down their violence overall went way way the fuck down so if we were to ever institute a um some sort of get the guns out of people's houses type thing i don't know what the fuck to call that that we need to look at how Mm -hmm. maybe some of those countries accomplish that and maybe altering that same type of process for us um uh, one thing it's I would like to, I would like to, I don't know the answer to this question, but it's something I would like to look at. And I, I always mm-hmm. think about this, right? Um, when, for countries who got rid of guns, when gun violence went down, what went up? And I don't know the answer to that question. It's just something I'm yeah, curious I about. Because um, I, 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 we, I hear, the thing that I think about oftentimes is like great, is it UK, right? They don't have many guns, but I hear a lot about stabbings, right? If, I, you heard a lot, so I, but, I'm just curious, and this is not like a question that I, do, I don't, yeah. I don't know the answer to this question. It's just but even, I'm, I'm but even if, if, <laughs> even if shot. gun violence went down and like <laughs> some other form of violence went up, people aren't going to die as quickly or as easily with a knife, yep. one person with a knife, than you are one person yep. with an AR-15 and a crowd. Yeah. It's right. easier to disarm right. somebody who is not armed so, with a firearm. Correct. Yeah, let's see. That was that was good. That was good. that was a good way to end that. So I want to thank Kuzo for coming out again. We're gonna have to get you back out here, Kuzo. We're gonna have to get you back out here. There's so many other. Yeah, and then you forget about me for a year. So you know, maybe Um, February (laughs) next year. Has it been like? Has it been? It was February last year. Has it been a year? Yeah. Oh shit! One year anniversary. (laughs) Hey man, this shit was this shit was special. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! All right. God damn. Shay Shay, we'll see you in uh, two weeks. Uh, most certainly. Because we'll yep. see you in 2019. Happy New Year. Yeah, so we'll see you in 2019. <laughs> All right. Happy New Year. All right. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>
Yo, it's your boy Darren Deshay from The Square Table. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And make sure you tell your mama and your mama friends to do the same. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook at The Square Table 3.0. Until next time, stay safe and stay focused. You're at the square table.